Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of Wrong Ones. Today we're going to be previewing the team that finished third last season. Uh, as Shreyas would love us to tell, he predicted this finish last year by saying they'd scrape into the top four and then ended up finishing third, losing. Let's not forget to the Delhi Capitals, uh, which uh, drove Shreyas up the wall. But it is what it is. So we're here to talk about the Sunrisers Hyderabad, obviously, if you haven't guessed. Um, and uh, we've got. Noor, me, Kabir, and returning for the first time since he gave his bold predictions of uh, of Hyderabad finishing third third last season, we have Shreyas. So what's up, Shreyas? How's it going? Good, bro. Good. Um, just looking forward to winning it this time again. Yeah. Winning it this time. All right, that's some bold predictions. Now let's see. What do you think of the team this year? Why don't you get us started? How do you think it's shaping up? Auction and everything. I think. Yeah. I mean, like everyone knows, we didn't do much at the auction. I think it just went there to mess around. I think we need to add. Um, yeah, um, looking at last year, I think what happened last year was we had loads of injury issues. We was out. Uh, Mitchell Marsh pulled out, and I guess those kind of helped because you could actually like that helped Natarajan to actually show he was. And then Jason Holder had such a stellar season. Um, Saha came up on the top and show uh, showed us what he could do because I think uh, you know they had to like work out some combinations um, because they wanted to play both Warner and Williamson. So you know just. These little things worked out for us, which I just generally didn't expect them to work out. So I think because those things went right, we did well last season. So I think the management thought that they just stick with what's working and they didn't make much changes. I think there's a few smart buys there. Kedar Jadam, I think, will kind of help uh, solve our mid-order issues, but only to a certain extent. But those mid-order issues, I think, still persist. Apart from that, I think we're still top-order heavy. Uh, bowling's always as good as it's been. Yeah. Fair enough. Kabir, anything? Yeah, I mean, it feels like it's pretty much the same team that they had last year. Um, it is the same team. Exactly. I mean, in a, with the addition of uh, Mr. Kedar Jadhav um, and Mujib, and Mujib, but it feels like they have all this, all the Afghani's, and then all the top order batsmen in the world. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's gonna be an interest. It's gonna be interesting. Well, it's gonna be interesting to see how they um, use all the overseas players that they have and the combinations. Um, that, that they might come out with. Um, but I think they've got, you know, strong players in all, all facets of the game and um, they'll be a strong contender um, this year. Fair enough. Noor? Yeah, I know. I completely agree with you guys. I think um, the team's pretty much the same last year and I think, obviously, Kabir Ahan and I underestimated them. So, if they played the way they did last year, they should make it to the top four again. They were, they were good. Um, yeah, I don't see like again the problems I see from are kind of similar to what I saw last year. Just like their advantages are so like the top order, like we just mentioned, is fantastic. Um, hopefully, Vesto can make some big runs for Hyderabad, but let's see. Uh, and let's yeah, see. let's see let's if people have Vesto in his eleven firstly because I don't think Vesto is a a very Common choice right now in in a, in a lot of Hyderabad 11s. There's so I many options. I really rate the guy. I really like him. I find him so entertaining to watch. Before we get onto the 11s, let's talk about. I mean, to share his 11. Let's talk about uh, something else that happened just recently prior to the IPL, which was Mitchell Marsh pulling out. So, Shreyas, do you agree with the replacement? Like Jason Roy, would you have gone with someone else, or would, uh, are you happy with the fact that they've gone for Jason Roy? I think that's a really smart pick in Jason Roy because I think. The Sunrisers management understands how um, tolling the you know the entire biosecure bubble is. So just wanted Best was best friend to be there so that you know 
he's in a good mind space and he has to be using the gods for Roy because uh, whoever they would have picked he wouldn't have played anyways so I think I don't know I think they were just I think they picked Roy because he's already in India so it was no no he went back he went back but yeah I don't think he's going to play anyways whoever the thing is I personally don't agree I think they could have used that opportunity to go for like a quick um, bowler who's you know a foreign bowler even though he doesn't play he's just there with the other Indian bowlers giving them some advice just you could you, you could play him on an odd game or two yeah but I just don't think picking Jason Roy was the right move because he's not going to be getting a game at least in my opinion fair enough yeah and I think I mean it, I think it was a strange one because they've already got like like I was saying I don't know how many if best was going to start they've got Williamson they've got Warner they've got Roy now and they've got I think I mean the other three are lower order and then Nabi is also lower order middle order batsman so I mean it's just it's a it's a strange one. The only reason I can think of it happening is if they if they're are planning on playing Butler, I mean Besto, Warner, and uh, Williamson, and then also there's the fact that if uh, Be- Warner is coming carrying an injury throughout this year with that groin, which is not 100% fit, so if they want to keep that combination, then they go with Roy and uh, Besto to open up and just keep that two open up combination going. But I mean. I, that's the only reason it could potentially make sense. Otherwise, I agree they should have gone for a foreign fast bowler or even an all-rounder like some Scott, like a Scott Kugline or something similar to that. David will even maybe. Yeah, I think for sure. I, I think it's an interesting choice to pick uh, Jason Roy and just add to the sort of the, the conundrum of who to pick in the top order. Um, maybe they, maybe it's just so that. Besto has fun, like Ahan said. Uh, or, no, as yes. said, sorry. Um, and uh, I don't know. I guess they'll have this like it'll be maybe it'll be good practice for the for the bowlers uh, to face. Um, yeah, maybe that's uh, why. Four really yeah. really high quality batsmen in the net. So instead of having net bowlers, they have net batsmen. Nat two and Bhuvi need to learn how to bowl at uh, Roy and Besto. That's that's yeah. the reason. Yeah, exactly. It's it's four D chess, right? They're they're preparing them for. The, the T20 World Cup when they have to face these guys. It's like uh, it's like Chennai bought Pujara so that he can't go and go to county cricket before the WTC, isn't it? Exactly. There we go. Noor, do you agree with Roy or would you have gone for someone else? I think they needed a fast bowling all rounder. I I think they needed a like to like replacement in that sense because that's where their team kind of struggles a bit. Um, I don't understand the logic behind Roy. It just kind of feels like, remember when Delhi used to just go and buy batsmen even though we didn't need it? That's kind of what it feels like. I don't get it. I really don't. I think the only thing that kind of justifies this is if they think that like Warner's not going to be able to play 14 games. Yeah. Even then they have a backup there, but I think maybe that's one of their main concerns, but I don't... But also, like, Jason Roy had a really good season, so they must have saw... uh, Seen that have been like maybe he's a better option than Williamson right now, if Warner gets it's injured. They've called to drop Williamson because they also know next year is the massive auction, and if they drop Williamson this year, he'll want to be released. And I know Chennai are lining him up as the replacement to Dhoni for next year. They can get him out of SRH. But anyway, in the Chennai camp and listening into the the team. <laughs> no, but I mean Stephen Fleming. It's it's all there. The the signs are all there. Anyway. Moving, uh, moving on to the team now. Let's see the team that Shreyas has picked so that we can rip it apart a bit. Shreyas, what's your 11? Yeah, so I've picked this team keeping in mind that we'll be playing the first nine games in Chennai and Delhi. And um, and I know there's a lot of talk about how you guys said that they should be a fast-bowling all-rounder. 
I guess the reason they, they didn't go for a backup fast bowling all-rounder is because Jason Holder first did really well for us last season. So if they want to play someone, they'll play him. And I think for the majority of the games, we'll be playing a spin all-rounder in Mohamed Nabi. Nabi, yeah. Yeah, so I think, yeah, based on that, I think my team's going to be, I think you opened with Warner and Saha. Um, as much as I'd love to play best of it, I just think that you really need Williamson, especially in these slow tracks where if you're chasing a 150 or 160 score, he's the perfect kind of guy who's going to like guide you through the entire chase. So, and even last year when we didn't have Williamson, we kind of struggled. So it's really important for him to just be there in the glue. I think, but I'll play him, I'll play him two down because that's what Hyderabad does. Pandey plays one down regardless. So that's the top four. Um, three down, I'm not sure between Shankar and Jadav. I think they're very similar. You can pick whoever you want. So um, you play only one of the two? Yeah, I think I only play one of the two. If, yeah, in my opinion. Okay. Then you play Saha. I think you give Saha the long go. He's been, he was pretty good. I think against Delhi, he almost, you know, he gave us a glimmer of hope in the end, but uh, it was not to be. And then, yeah, I play Nabi and Rashid, both the Afghani spinners. I think they'll be really key for us in the first nine games. And then the bowling's just Bhuneshwar, Sandeep and Natarajan. Fair enough. Looks a pretty solid team. And when you go to like, let's say the really, really good team. When you go to the high scoring pitches, where what 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 kind of change would you make? I think uh, I'm not sure who I drop. I think I might just drop both Williamson and Nabi and play both Holder and one of Roy and Besto. So, so and then you drop Saha down, or you bat Besto in the middle order at four, like England do. I, I think I mean depends. Not very contingent because after nine games, but. I think you might just drop Saha then. Yeah, because I don't think Saha plays well if he's playing in the middle. Unless he I mean, opens. yeah, they've got Priyam Garg and all as well waiting. Priyam they've Garg. got Priyam Garg. Abhishek, Abhishek Sharma. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like even with that team that Shreyas has just picked, I guess Nabi is adding some lower order strength. But apart from that, it still seems like if you get them two down early, two, two or three down early, it's still like... I mean, Rashid Khan can bat. I mean, yeah, he could. Mark and bat if you really want him. But as in, if you if you if you get them at eighty for three after eight nine overs, it just uh-huh. if you get any team eighty for three, they're gonna no, struggle. Not no, and usually there are a lot of teams at eighty for three. Like if you get Mumbai eighty for three after nine. Uh-huh. Overs. If you do anything in Mumbai, they manage to make runs. If matter. you even if you get Delhi eighty for three, you got you I know usually probably got Pant and Stoinis batting compared to over here. You probably have Williamson with. You don't have that big that. Every team cross India. It's not every team, but most of the big teams. There's no like proper, you can say that this is a sure shot finisher. Like yeah. you, know, you have the Patia, you have the uh, Pants and Hetmyers of the world. We don't have that. But I think Nabi can still, if he's given like 20 balls. To play yeah, that's what Nabi can definitely do it. But the thing yeah. is, Nabi can't really bat like 30, 35 balls. He has to come in in the last like 6, 14, 14, 15th over. He has to come in. I actually yeah. think between Holder, between Samad, Holder, Nabi, and Rashid Khan, you have actually a really good contingent of guys who can smoke the ball right at the end and, and finish games. And I think Jadav might turn out to be a decent buy if he turns up in the right mindset. Either Jadav or Shankar, whoever they play. You won't. I think you have to play one of the two, though. Yeah, I think Shankar. I feel like Jadav, if you just free him up, and you, like, I feel like too much pressure in CSK. Over here, if he just like plays freely, coaches some other along the way, you never know. He could turn out to be a good buy for them. And he bought, they got them for base price. I mean, it won't be a bad buy. Price. But like, yeah. where does he like? Would you? I would still pay Shankar over him any day. Like he. I play. Like, you, I play Priyam Garg over him. Yeah, you. Yeah. How do you play Priyam? I don't know. I just feel like, like, like he said on the first nine games, which are in like, um, uh, where they play mm-hmm. Chennai and Delhi, which are so slow. 
I feel like Jadav's experience could probably help them in like 150, 160 run chases, and uh, even he might be able to bowl his whatever he bowls, like some of yeah. that also he can put in. No, the thing is, I wouldn't go for PM Dhar because a um, he doesn't give us a bowling option. With Shankar and Jadav, you get two overs if you want to. It's just good to have that six bowling option. But then, I mean, Abhishek Sharma, if you want a bowling option. Yeah, Abhishek Sharma is not a bad bat, but I don't think he bats that high of the order, which is like three down. I'm not sure. He's a bit more watchy, to be honest. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, with Shankar, Shankar was actually really good with the ball last year. I think he bowled only 30 overs or so, but his economy was really good. Uh, with the bat, not so much. With, with the problem with PM Gard was he had that one good inning, innings against Chennai where he got 27. Apart from that, he was average at best. I like that, but he's young. But and they opened just... him. They opened him in the in the qualifier against Delhi. Yeah, yeah I think mean, Garg is is younger than all of us here. Yeah, probably. Yeah. No, Garg played twenty nineteen under nineteen. Yeah, I've got his cricket for page up. He's twenty years old, one hundred twenty seven days. I think I'm. Approximately... No, Shreya Shreya says yeah, older than him, younger than him. Shreya's oh really? Younger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, enough about Priyam Garg's age. So I I feel also like uh, one thing that not people are not speaking enough about about Sunrisers is their team, and this is a huge season for Manish Pandey. I feel like he needs to do something. He's kind of just like falling by the wayside. Like people are forgetting about Manish Pandey now. Even when it comes to the Indian team, all these guys have come in: Surya Kumar, Ishan Kishan, Pant. Uh, people have been like where Shreya Shreya Sayer, uh, and then there's talk about like some of the others. But there's I feel like Manish pa- Sa- Manish Pandey is kind of like Samson now. He's just kind of falling away. Samson people are still talking about, but Manish Pandey has just been forgotten, and he's not really set the IPL on fire for a while. And if I remember correctly, he's actually on a wage of like eleven CR, isn't he? Like they bought him, they they bought him two three years ago for like eleven crores, and he hasn't done anything to deserve that price as yet. So I just feel like he needs, and especially again as we've been saying that given they've got a weak low order, he just I just feel like he needs to. Uh, have a big season this year, especially if Warner's also not going to be able to play 14 games because I mean that's their bank usually, and if you're taking uh, your bank out of your team for a couple of games, then someone else does need to step up. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. agree with Rahan for once. Wow, that's a reality. Yeah, yeah, but every I've heard this a lot that this year has to be Pandey's year, and that's been going on for the last two years at least. It's never really been his year. He gives you 350 runs, but. Doesn't really have that, you know. The same Rahul and Pandey went for the same price at the big auction. I remember, and Hyderabad was going. I think they were ten point five crores, and then Rahul uh, Punjab bid eleven crores. So they should have just gone eleven point five for Rahul because that's how it seems like it. Pandey really hasn't been, you know, the eleven crore player like you said. And I hope he delivers this year. That's what I can hope. I mean, given the given the uh, grounds that uh, SRH are going to be playing nine of their games on. They're not really grounds where you expect like Warner, Bester to go bang, bang, bang because it's not those kind of grounds. They're going to need people who can, uh, like play smart innings, one fifty, play the shots. Which Pandey, your Indian players, Pandey, Saha, even uh, Williamson, these are the key players in these chases. So I mean, Pandey, I think he's in the engine room. He's got a lot to do for um, for SRH this year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, talking about something positive, I guess their bowling attack just is it's looking so solid. Like that, th- especially given Bhuvi. Is just back to doing Bhuvi King things, but um, and Rashid is Rashid. But I think it's also a huge season for Natarajan because I feel like last year he came, he came in. Everyone was like, "Oh, this new guy." He was just doing. He got he got all like the goodwill and the hope and all that because of the story. But I feel like now he's at a stage where, given the World T20s this year, he needs to now this season will make him. 
it's going to be a basically a straight shootout between him and Shami. Whoever has the better season will probably play the World T20. Yeah, and also it'll be interesting to see if people have figured them out. Yeah, he's been in international cricket long enough that people start to figure pe- you know bowlers out, and uh, we'll see if he gets targeted uh, like other players have uh, after a season or a season and a half into the IPL or into international cricket. Yeah, and we also have to see if he's developed his game because honestly, like he bowls one thirty, one thirty-five, and his speciality is yorkers. He has never really bowled short balls or beaten batsmen for pace. So he, I mean, after a while. Bowling one thirty yorkers, you become predictable. People can start setting up for the yorker. They'll scoop you and do all of that. So I think he really needs to show this year because even in the if you look at international cricket recently, like last couple of games against England, he was getting hit quite a bit. It was not smooth sailing. So he he really needs a big season, I think. But yeah. uh, I I think the big thing that that Sunrisers have is so many options with their bowling. It's like they have Sandeep, they have Bhuvi, they have uh, Natarajan who are definitely going to bowl. Yeah, and then they've got Khalil on the bench, and they've got yeah, uh, Khalil on the bench. They also have Ball. No, no, not just that. They also have their all rounders in Shankar, in Holder, in uh, in Nabi, and also obviously Rashid's going to bowl four overs. So in that, they have sort of like twenty eight overs, perhaps that they might bowl uh, in any given game uh, if they if they need it. Um, in that they have options of of twenty eight overs available, um, so yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so Shreyas, if I had to ask you one question out of Bhuvneshwar and Rashid, who is more important to the R R S R H bowling? Yeah, I I I'd say Bhuvneshwar Kumar because Rashid's good and all. Yeah, like I love him. He's really good. I think Bhuvneshwar really sets the tone for you in the power play. Sandeep Sharma does a good job about it, definitely, and I think he really flies under the radar most of the time. Well, but better than Bumrah, right? right? Dimension altogether, and even in depth, him and Natarajan bowling the depth, I think that's a be really good. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Noor, Bhuvneshwar or Rashid, who is more important? Bhuvi, and uh, because I mean, in the IPL, like your Indian players are more important. That's just how it kind of goes. I I think in in terms of like team strategy, they're yeah, more but important. I mean, Rashid but Rashid is True, but like if if they didn't have a Bhuvi, maybe they couldn't play Rashid. Maybe they would have to play like a fast bowler instead. You don't you never know. So I always think in like like Rashid Khan, he's incredible. You know, he's by far the best T20 spinner out there. Like no one is going to even come close to denying that. But like Bhuvi is more important in terms of like the makeup of the team. All right, fair enough. Okay, so Shreyas, uh, before we get to predictions, if I had to ask you. One thing that you're most excited about seeing for SRH this year, and one thing that scares you the most, or like one thing that worries you the most for SRH in terms of the season this year, one of the two. What am I most excited to see? It'd be tough. I think I'd pick with either Bhuneshwar and Natarajan bowling in the death, or someone you know coming coming to his this finisher kind of thing. I, I think this is his season. I think. You're gonna see a different side to him, but I haven't seen him play in the last few months or so because of you know the pandemic and whatnot. But he's been ripping he... it up in the in domestic. Like he's been playing really well yeah. for J and K. Oh, that's good then. Yeah. So basically, these are two things I'm excited about, and what I'm scared about. Yeah, middle order. Uh, like you said, on the off game that we lose quick wickets up top, it might be difficult to rebuild. But I, if we have Williamson in the side, that gives me greater confidence. Once you start dropping him and playing some big hitter up top, that's when I start getting scared, and that's what it did for a few games last season, and that didn't work out. Yeah, I yeah. think to drop to drop Williamson, they really need to see that people like Shankar and 
Pandey and maybe even Jadhav are playing, are showing form that they can actually carry the team in the middle, which will then allow them. Or maybe they just play all three of them, two openers and Williamson, and then just keep Rasha, like drop Nabi. No, and drop Rasha. They should play all four. <laughs> can you yeah. imagine top four? <laughs> Best <laughs> owner, Roy. Make 300 runs. Yeah, Williamson. Yeah, they'll, get, they'll make 300 and concede 300 at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kabir, anything uh, like anything different about what you said about what's exciting or scary about Yeah, you? like I said, I think the most exciting thing will, will be to see uh, Jason Roy play and but and Besto play and Warner play and Williamson play. <laughs> it's not uh, happening. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, I think the most actually, I, I am most excited to see how Williamson plays. Um, jokes aside, I think um, he holds him and Pandey hold a big, big role in that team and and how. They anchor the innings for for the rest of the hitters that they have at the end and the old rounders, and also sort of bridge that gap between the openers. Um, I think that's that's sort of key to um, their batting fortunes. Yeah, Noor, anything else that you you're looking forward to, or you're worried about for SRH from an SRH perspective? I mean, you guys did say pretty much all of it. I, I'm really excited to see their bowling. I always enjoy seeing SRH more than I enjoy seeing them bad, and that's kind of crazy because they have like David Warner and stuff in their team. Um, if there's only like one thing I'm slightly worried about is like if they do want to play Shreya's team and Shreya's team and if, I think that's a good combination to go for at the start like Rhythm and Saha's form matters it's kind of if Saha isn't delivering then they have to like rethink their strategy completely so no, I think No, you like, just put Priyam Gargan at the top But what but yeah but he's okay if these two don't deliver Oh sorry behind, you can't there's no keeper then because there's no best also who? That's if he's playing. Yeah, that's a long time ago. I don't think But no, like it, it's it's when this has always been kind of an issue with SRH, there's such a fine balance with their four international players. Like everything has to work out for them to play the ideal team. Uh, and you know, and last season at the start, that was not the case. So like just if Saha delivers, like that'll be great for them. They can play. The combination they want to. If not, they'll have to like innovate quite a lot. Yeah, actually, I didn't think about that. Sahas is really key to this form, form like this uh, balance because if he does, he's the basically the dasher at the top. The rest can all build innings. I mean, Warner can bash, but that's another thing I'm, I'm excited to see or like keen to see because Warner hasn't been Warner for the last few years, like like last year or like not in IPL, but just generally in international cricket and stuff as well. So I want to see how they how he comes out and plays this IPL because I just feel like Warner's also kind of losing a bit of the fear factor that he used to have uh, earlier. It's like oh my God, Warner's opening the batting, but now it's not. It's like yeah, okay, Warner's opening the batting. Let's see what he can do. So I think that's something that we should. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to see what he does. And I think another worry for them is I mean not a worry, but I'll be some interesting thing. Has someone finally figured out Sandeep Sharma? Like honestly, every year he just rocks up. Takes wickets, bowl economically up top, and he takes big wickets like Kohli. He's like Kohli's his bunny, basically. Like I don't understand how he just. I want to see if someone has figured out how to go about like killing him up top. Because I mean, you have to. That's the only target. Him and probably Nabi. Even even not even if they're playing on slow pitches, not even Nabi. Who are you going to target in the rest of bowling? Yeah, it's 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 pretty daunting. Uh, I think. I think uh, there's a there's comparison to be made between Sanjeev Sharma and Jasprit Bumrah. Uh, <laughs> better, huh? Um, Fair enough. Maybe it's maybe it's a big uh, big IPL for for both of them to see who's actually the better bowler after all. 
Of course, of course. I think Sandeep Sharma is right up there in the conversation. Huh? Anyway, so finally, moving on to the predictions about who we think is going to be the best player and where they're going to finish the season. Noor, do you want to go first? Sure, I don't mind. Um, Rashid Khan, that's the obvious choice, I guess. But I'm going to go with Rashid Khan and then I'm going to say they're going to finish three. Three. So in the table and overall. Just I, you can't. I'm not gonna give any like qualifier rubbish because okay. like you don't know what table. happened in the table. Fair enough. The table. Yeah. Fair enough. Could be. Hmm. I think the uh, okay. I'm gonna go with. Um, I've already said Williamson, so I think I'm gonna stick with Williamson. I think he holds the key for the Ratic fortunes, um, and sort of holds sort of gels that whole team together. Um, and I think they will probably finish third. I think I said. You said second or third. Yeah, I think second or third, maybe. Um, it's going to be tight, I think, with uh, Delhi and, and um, Hyderabad. And Mumbai, if they play the IPL. Uh, I mean, Mumbai is... If they play the IPL, who knows? <laughs> uh, Shreyas, where, fin- where are they finishing and what is going to be? who's going to be the star player? I think this is Bhunesh was here. Um, he missed that I, thought I, was gonna be, I thought he was going to be different by saying Bhunesh. Man... I think Bunesh is gonna. I, I even think Rashid Khan because you're playing in Chennai and Delhi, and I think it's gonna be a key to get a lot of your wickets in the first nine games throughout the tournament, basically, but especially in those first nine games. But yeah, Bunesh Khan in Chennai. You just mentioned that, and I was like, oh my god. Rashid Khan in Chennai and Delhi. Yeah. Luckily, Jason Roy and Basu and stuff are in their team. Otherwise, the English will just keep yakking about Chennai. Chennai's wicket again. Yeah. <laughs> And Shreya's where are they finishing? Yeah, about that. Um, I think third or fourth, to be honest. Yeah. Wow, Shreya's uh, is being conservative this time. We're the ones who are promoting SRH. I think third. Honestly, if they, if they get off to a fly in those first nine games, where I think they have potential to do really well, probably win six of the first nine games or five, then they'll finish top two. But if something goes wrong, they have injuries like last season, then I think third or fourth is more realistic. Yeah, so oh yeah, we didn't talk about injury. That's also a threat for them. Probably. I think even Williamson's carrying a niggle, and then there's Warner as well. So to me, niggles don't do us good anyways. Fair enough. I'm gonna go with the player of the season being David Warner because you guys are taking everyone else. I just feel like SRH do well when Warner does well. If Warner is not doing well, then it's kind of like there's there's it's they find it difficult to make runs. So I think Warner's key. If they can get Warner scoring runs, then everything else will sort itself out. And if Warner can stay fit for 14, 15, 16, however many games they play, then uh, that'll be good for them. But I think otherwise, they look a pretty strong team. So I think they're going to finish third. I think, yeah, I'm also going with third. I think they, they'll just lose a couple of games because of that middle order. Like, I feel like they won't be, they might not be able to close out a couple of games. Like maybe, let's say, a team like Delhi could, uh, which will probably just pip, push Delhi over ahead of SRH by like one or two positions. Uh, but yeah, I think Otherwise, third and playoffs for sure. So, yeah. Also, about your point about uh, Hyderabad not doing well when Warner doesn't perform, it's quite flawed because 2018 we didn't have one and we made the final. Yeah, but Williamson, yeah. Williamson had the year of his dreams. Like, you have to, that you you barely ever get that year. He scored like 700 runs or something. In Chennai and Delhi, you might as well get that from Williamson. Who knows? I don't think you can score that many runs in Chennai and Delhi to get 700 in a season. Really average if, if the average like score goes above like one seven like one sixty, I'll be shocked in general. Yeah. 
and they've got tough opposition in chennai they're playing mumbai rcb and i think like kkr in rcb of frauds it doesn't matter fair enough all right i'm getting ahead of the story on that on that on that happy note oh it's back uh, is it to be <laughs> on that happy note we shall uh, close this podcast out so thank you guys for watching like share comment subscribe and all of that and uh, we should be back tomorrow for the final two teams which is the delhi capitals and the mumbai indians yes. who likes talking about the mumbai indians honestly anyway <laughs> it will be fine